0: gentlemen, here it is, Christmas Eve, and like so many others throughout the country, Jack Benny is preparing a dinner party for his many friends. At the moment, he's setting the table in his living room. Rochester is helping. There. <clears throat> Gee,
1: the table sure looks nice, doesn't it, Rochester? Uh-huh.
0: And I like the way the house is fixed up, too.
1: Especially the tree. You know, Rochester, that's the biggest Christmas tree we've ever had.
0: Yeah, it must have grown a foot since last year. <laughs>
1: Oh, more than that.
0: You sure, sure went through a lot of trouble decorating the house this year.
1: Yes, but it's worth it, Roger. Everything looks so, you know, so Christmassy. You
0: know? Especially the service board. You've got a wreath of holly in the window of each bend.
2: <laughs>
1: I think it's nice. And during the holidays, the soap is on the house, you
2: know. <laughs>
0: what you haven't missed a thing? You even got a little sprig of Polly and Polly's case. Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> hello,
1: Polly.
0: Hello,
3: hello.
1: Come on, Polly. What does Daddy teach you to say tonight when the people come in?
3: Mary. Mary.
1: Come on. Come on. The rest
4: of it. Uh,
5: Mary. Mary. Mary what? Mary
4: Livingston. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Come on. Try
1: it again. Come on, Polly. Mary. Mary.
2: <laughs> hmm
1: and acting awfully independent since the price of eggs went up.
2: (laughs)
0: Now, come on, Polly. You
1: can say it. Mary, Mary.
2: Ah!
1: That settles it. Rochester, this year, Polly will get no eggnog during the party.
0: Merry Christmas, Happy
5: New Year. She's included. (laughs) Uh,
2: It
0: works every time. You know, she's a sort of a feathered Phil Harris. By the way, boss, I wonder what's keeping Miss Livingston.
1: Well, she said she'd come over and help us. She'll probably be here pretty soon.
3: Uh, Pauline, please step away from the mirror so I can see how I look. Yes, ma'am. Now, let's see. Oh, Miss Livingston, you look simply beautiful in that evening gown. Oh, thank you, Pauline. But don't you think it may be a little daring for a Christmas Eve party? <laughs> well, all I can say is that if Santa Claus comes down the chimney, he'll hang around for a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is sort of low-cut. Now, Pauline, when you put away my Christmas presents, I want you to be especially careful with that glass fruit ball my sister Babe sent me. Why? Is it very valuable? No, it's not expensive, but she blew it herself. <laughs>
2: Well, I'd better hurry over
3: to Jack's house. He'll be expecting me. Say, do you think Bill Harris will be there tonight? <laughs> yes, Pauline, you've still got that crush on him, haven't you? Uh-huh. Gee, Miss Levington, how I envy you. Sitting at the same table that he'll be under. <laughs> well, if he looks up, I'll give him your regards. now? Yes, ma'am. And Miss Livingston, will you wear your mink, sable, or ermine coat? Uh, You can lower your voice, Pauline. The neighbors are out. So uh, just give me my mackin' on. I'll go. Here you are, and enjoy yourself. same to you, Pauline, and a Merry Christmas. Merry
2: Christmas.
3: Now, Rochester,
1: I think you can put all the place cards on the plate.
0: Yes, sir. But I don't see how you're gonna get all your cats and Mr. Harrison musicians around that table.
1: Oh, the musicians aren't gonna eat in here with us. They're gonna they're gonna eat in the kitchen.
2: Why in the kitchen?
1: Because there are no rugs in there, and after they're through, you can hose it down. And use uh, use a little sweet air, too. Uh,
2: Well, will
0: Mr. Harris eat with his musicians?
1: No, no, he'll eat in here. And I think we better have Remley in here, too. If I put him in the kitchen, it might hurt his feelings. You know, he's so sensitive, you
0: know? Mr. Remley's sensitive?
1: Oh, he is, Rochester. Once during our program, I made a crack about him, and it got him so upset that he dealt the piano player six
2: (laughs) cards. Anyway, I
1: hope they come early. I told Phil not to be late.
0: Curly, take it easy. You're driving too fast. we got lots of time. No, we ain't. I promised Jackson none of us would be late. Well, what time does Benny want us to get over to his house anyway? 6.30? 6.30? Ain't that kind of early for a party? Not if you want to see him. He goes to bed at 9.
2: <laughs> well,
0: I don't understand what... Hey, Curly. Curly, stop the car. Look at that cute little number standing on the corner. Look, Remley, we're late. I can't... Yeah, don't worry. Stop the car. Okay. Hey, honey, how would you like a lift and... Uh Uh-oh, drive on, Curly. What's the matter? Don't ask questions, just drive on. Well, why? What's the matter? She's my aunt. Oh. (laughs) You know, Curly, I'm pretty tired out from all the Christmas shopping I've been doing. Yeah, me too, Frankie. Hey, look, uh, I've been meaning to ask you. What'd you get your father? Well, I thought that instead of getting him the usual type of gift, it might be better if I just called Dad up and talked to him. Wait a minute. You can't call him up. Yes, I can. He's a trustee now. (laughs) Gee, you must be proud of him. (laughs) Yeah. Now, look, Remley, when we get to Jackson's house, I want you and the other guys to behave. Jackson's still mad because of the way you carried on to his party last New Year's Eve. Is he still upset just because we threw the trumpet player into his swimming pool? Yeah, and tonight if we can find him, let's fish him out.
2: <laughs> now look,
0: Frankie, I'm going to hold you responsible for all the boys tonight, especially Sammy. Oh, Sammy won't be there. He had a tough day at the dentist today. He broke his two-front teeth Again? Remley, I've been telling you guys for years, get a bottle opener!
2: Get a bottle <laughs> One
0: little bottle open. Look, I think I'll turn here. This is the shortcut to Jackson's house. Well, everything is ready. I hope they get here soon. Say, boss, is it all right if I leave tonight as soon as I finish serving dinner?
1: I've got a date. Oh, for heaven's sake, Rochester, why'd you make it tonight? You knew I was having a party.
0: I couldn't help it, boss.
1: Couldn't you make it some other night?
0: I can't take that chance.
1: What do you mean, chance?
0: Her boyfriend is a porter on the super Chief, and I lost the schedule.
2: (laughs) Well, all right.
1: Only I thought you told me you were through with women since your last girl ran off and married another man.
0: Well, she really loved me, but she married him on account of money. Oh, was he rich? No, but he had some. <laughs> well, Rochester, I think that. I'll answer the door.
1: I just see that there are plenty of ashtrays and Luckies around the room.
4: Jingle bells, jingle bells, how the snowflakes drift. I don't know who that is, but I hope they brought a gift.
2: Jingle bells,
0: jingle Oh, hello, Mary. Hello, Jack. I hope I'm not late. No, come on in. Rochester and I would you
1: Say! Hey, that sure is a sensational dress you're wearing. Wow!
3: I know, Jack. I really couldn't afford it. but It was so beautiful, I bought it on the installment plan. Really?
1: How many more payments do you have to make before they give you the rest of it? Oh,
2: Jack. Come
1: on, Mary. Let's go into the living room. Hold it, Mary. What's the matter? (laughs) I got you under the mistletoe it up.
3: Oh, okay, Jack. You deserve a kiss on Christmas hey. Eve. Oh. <laughs> wow. Hey, that was a
1: good one.
2: Hmm.
1: You know, I like those romantic kisses, you know.
2: <laughs> I do. I...
1: I like those kisses when you take someone in your arm and bend them all the way back.
3: You know? Yeah, only next time you bend me. <laughs> Fry, I'll fry. So how do you like the way
1: I got everything decorated?
3: Oh, Jack, it looks wonderful. And the table, place cards and everything. Yeah, look
1: over at Don Wilson's plate. I'm trying to hint that he shouldn't eat so much. Do you think he'll get it?
3: Well, that's obvious enough. Instead of a place card, you wrote his name on a piece of rye crisp. <laughs> now, let's see. Next to Don and his wife. And... <laughs>
0: does it, honey. What do you think?
3: Oh, darling, you look so cute.
0: (laughs) Oh,
6: won't Jack be surprised when I come in dressed as Santa Claus?
3: I really look the part, don't I? Yes, darling. Guys, when I look at you, I feel sorry for all the girls married to skinny (laughs) fellows.
0: Ah, you really love me the way I am, don't you? Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'll never forget our honeymoon in Hawaii. Oh, it was so divine, lying there on the beach at Waikiki, watching the moon come up over your stomach.
2: (laughs)
6: be the sportsman, quartet. They're picking us up. I'll tell
3: him we'll be right out. Merry Christmas, fellas. We'll be out in a minute. Merry Christmas to you both, and what a happy day. It makes us feel so very good that
0: we just have to say, be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. Mr. Benny's dinner parties are a thing to see. His table's fair, but you won't care, there's tea. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike. Be happy, go lucky, go lucky, strike today. Jack is such a perfect host and he'll play love in bloom. And Bill will sing about that thing and drive us from the room. Be happy, go lucky, be happy, go lucky, strike. Be happy, go lucky.
3: Jack, I've never seen you prepare for a party like you have for this one. Well, Mary,
1: I feel if a thing's worth doing, it's worth doing well. Now, how do you like the way the table is set?
3: Oh, it's beautiful, Jack, simply beautiful. Only I hope that bottle of ketchup isn't in front of Dennis Day's place.
0: Why, what's wrong with that?
3: Remember last time you put the ketchup in front of him? He picked it up, poured it over his head and yelled, Look at me, I'm Red Skelton! (laughs) Oh, come on, Jack. Company.
4: Well,
3: all right. Come on, Mary.
1: Follow me,
7: Mary. Gee, it's
3: dark in here.
1: Watch your step, Mary. Don't sit down these stairs. Watch out. Don't tear your dress on the barbed wire. <laughs> I'll watch
2: it.
1: Careful crossing this bridge. (laughs) Don't fall in the mold. Careful.
5: Jack! Jack, look at that crocodile!
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to get a new one. This one's losing its teeth. (laughs) Down, Gummo. Thank you.
0: The password.
4: Poodle poo 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 poo.
0: <laughs> oh, it's
1: you, Mr. Benny. That's right. Come on, Mary. Mr. Benny.
0: Mr. Benny, who's that with you?
1: Oh, oh, this is Miss Livingston.
0: Miss?
2: Yes.
1: Yes, she's a girl. Girl?
2: <laughs> yes, that's the,
1: the opposite sex. Sex? explain it to you some other time. How have you been, Ed? Fine, fine. But I haven't seen you for a long time. Oh, well, I've been busy. I've been traveling a lot, you know. Traveling? Yes. As a matter of fact, last month I went to Europe. Oh. Well, be careful that you don't travel too far, Mr. Benny. You're liable to fall off the edge. No, no. No, Ed. They prove that it's round. (laughs) I, I came down here to give you this little present. Oh, is it my birthday? No, 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 Ed. It's Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas. Well, I'll open it and see
0: what it is. <laughs> Gee, guess what I always want. A pair of sunglasses.
1: <laughs> no, no, Ed. They're reading glasses. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Well, goodbye, Ed. See you again soon. Bye, Mr. Benny.
2: Now,
1: come on. we better get upstairs before the guests arrive.
3: Okay. By the way, who else is going to be at the party besides the cat?
1: I invited the members of the Beverly Hills Beavers Club. Yeah, I bet those kids are plenty excited.
5: We all here, fellas? Camp, all of us. Now, don't forget Mr. Benny's present, please. Oh, joy. Now, after all the trouble, I went to getting that violin record of Chorus Staccato played by Yasha Heiser. Why are we giving him a record by Heiser? For sentimental reasons, Clutch. After all, Mr. Benny was his teacher and taught him all he knows.
3: <laughs> Mr. Benny taught Heiser? Mr. <laughs> Heiser?
5: Sellers, let's go. And I want to remind you of the special rules we passed to the party. There'll be a two cent fine for anyone who asks for seconds at dinner, and a three cent fine for anyone who blows on his soup, and a nickel fine for anyone who tells about the time Mr. Benny tried to show us how to do a cartwheel and his hair fell off. Right. Now, fellas, I think we all better wait outside because Dennis Fea is going to pick us up and take us to the party. <laughs>
8: Dennis,
4: you better hurry or you'll be late Oh, I'll be ready soon, Mother I'm shaving with that new electric razor you gave me for Christmas What's taking you so long? The lather keeps clogging it up
2: uh, I'm
8: almost done, though Oh, for heaven's sake, Dennis You're not supposed to lather up when you use an electric razor I'm not? No Now wash the soap off your face and put my brush away
2: <laughs>
8: Yes, Mother now, son, I want to remind you of a few things to do at the party. Uh-huh. Remember, it will be Christmas Eve. Mr. Benny will be in a good mood. And maybe you can get him to drink a glass of wine and then ask him for a raise. Oh, no, Mother, last Christmas I
4: tried that, but he beat me to it. What do you mean? He made me drink the wine and I took a cut.
2: <laughs> anyway, I'm going to
4: keep away from him. I'm going to spend all my t- time trying to get Mary Livingston under the mistletoe. Dennis... Don't annoy Mary too much. Well, what do you mean annoy? She's nuts about me. She is not. She is too. Last month on my birthday, she kissed me. Did she kiss
8: you on the forehead or on the lips?
4: Both. I was on a pogo stick. Uh,
8: Dennis, son, uh, look at me. Yes, mother. Dennis, sometimes you act a little silly, and I, I must confess, it's probably my fault. Your fault? Yes, Dennis. Many years ago, when you were a little baby, I was bathing you. And I dropped you on your head. Well, that's
4: nothing. Lots of mothers drop their
8: babies on their heads. from the third floor? (laughs) Gee. Oh, I should have known there was something wrong when you bounced back up again.
4: Well, Mother, I'm all dressed. I wish you'd change your mind and come to the party with me. Oh,
8: I'd love enough, son. I, I don't think it would be right. Mr. Benny isn't expecting me.
4: Oh, yes, he is. I told him I was bringing you when I bought the tickets. Oh, well, in that case.
8: I'll... In that case, I'll go.
0: Oh, shall well, I answer the door? No, I'll get it. Come on, Mary. That must be the gang. Well, it looks like everybody arrived at once. Uh, <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas Merry everybody. Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Come on in, kids. Hey, Curly, get a lot of the dress Mary's wearing. Yeah. Hi, Phil. Well, if it ain't radio's answer to say, Emerson, you do <laughs> Hey, Phil, where are your musicians? Well, they'll be here in a few minutes. They got a present for you. A present for me? Yeah, the boy's all chipped in and Bagley went to get it. He should be driving up any minute now. No kidding. A present for me? What is it? You'll find out. Hey, I'll give you a hint, Jackson. It's, uh, it's something you step down into. Phil! A new Hudson. No, a pair of shorts. Well, they're nice, too. Now come on, kid, let's.
8: Oh, kiss. Mr. Benny! I've got you under the
2: mistletoe. Oh, Mrs.
0: Day. Now, please stop pushing,
3: me. No,
8: you have to kiss me. <laughs> now, please, Mrs. Day.
3: We've been acting up and mommy's getting away. Oh, go on, Jack. Kiss Mrs. Day. Mr. Benny. Oh, please, Mrs. Day. Please. Oh, look,
0: look, his face is turning blue. All right, Mrs.
3: Day. All right.
0: Close your eyes.
8: <laughs> there,
0: how is that for a kiss?
8: Kiss? I thought I'd and fell on a wet mouth.
0: All right, folks, here you are Very good ride, Hey, look at me. From the mean wood, a kid will get. put down that
3: <laughs>
0: Now, behave yourself. Hey, hiya, Polly. Get out of here with that... And don't come back no more.
1: Isn't she cute? Now, look,
0: kids... What's the matter with Don?
3: He's stuck in the chimney again.
0: Oh! <laughs> well, we'll get him out later. Hey, Jack, how about serving the grub? Yeah, how about grub?
3: Yeah, Wait a minute! Just Just a
0: minute. Later, yeah. hold, it, hold it! Hold it! Hold it! Just a minute. Now, look, everybody, quiet, Quietly. I want to say
1: something. Now, kids, this is Christmas Eve. Before we sit down to eat, I think it's, we should all gather around the piano while Dennis sings a medley of Christmas songs on behalf of my sponsor and my entire staff. I want to wish each and every one of you. A very, very Merry Christmas.
0: Transcribed, this is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Hey, everybody, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing it, doing
2: it. all
6: The Jell O program brought to you by Jell O and Jell O Pudding, starring Jack Benny. With Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. The orchestra opens the program with Relax. You know, friends, it's not really considered quite fair to open packages before Christmas. But, of course, there's one package that you can open any day with the whole family's hearty approval. And that's a package of Jell-O. Open a package and serve it tomorrow, and let the folks at your house enjoy Jell-O's wonderful new locked-in flavor. Jell-O's gay scintillating colors add charm to any table, lend a festive touch to any meal. Why, just to look at a bright shimmering mold of Jell-O is enough to set appetites a tingle. And when it comes to flavor, well, Jell-O is simply in a class by itself. There's just nothing that can beat Jell-O's rich, tangy taste. So full of intriguing flavors, so downright good and refreshing. Tomorrow, treat everybody to a tempting dish of jell Ask your grocer for all of jell six delicious flavors. They're all locked in, and they're all better than ever. was relaxed, played by the orchestra. And now, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the Yuletide season is here with all its joy and gaiety. So without further ado, we bring you a star to place atop your Christmas tree, Ah! Jack
2: Benny.
6: Well, hello
1: again, this is Jack Benny talking. And, Don, that was quite a whimsical introduction. A star to
6: place atop your Christmas tree. I suppose you said that because I'm a movie star. Is that right? No, Jack. That wasn't my thought at all. Oh. I meant that you actually and physically resemble a star. Ah. Well, I don't, uh... I, uh, I don't get it, Don. What do you mean? Well, for instance, you've got a dash of silver in your hair. Yes. Yes. And you've always got a merry twinkle in your eye. Yes, yes. And the seat of your pants is always bright and shiny. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And you're wearing the only pair of pointed shoes in Hollywood.
1: Now, wait a minute, Don. I'm not gonna argue about the silver and the twinkle, and I'll even go along with the shiny pants. But these pointed shoes I've got on are very popular. They're French Shriner and Erner's new bayonet model. <laughs> They're very snappy, don't you think? Snappy is right. But personally, Jack, I like a shoe that spreads out. Listen, brother, any shoe you step into is doomed. (laughs) Believe me. Oh, I'm not so heavy on my feet. You're not, eh, Don? Your arches fell the first time your mother said, Come on, Snookums, walk toward me. (laughs) But speaking about these shoes I'm wearing...
7: Wow, get a load of them. Did Boardville come back? No, Votterville didn't come back.
1: (laughs) Just so happens that for a change, I switched to a pointed, tight-fitting shoe.
7: Then where do you keep your money now?
1: (laughs) I've got a hollow tooth. I can go along with a gag. (laughs) Now, let me tell you something, young lady. Any more of those Livingston Lulus tonight, and your invitation to my Christmas party next Thursday is automatically canceled. Remember that. Well, Jack. Speaking of your party, what are you going to serve for dinner? Turkey, goose, or duck? Ham, hocks and not another word about it. <laughs> Come early, Don. You know a lot of big, uh, a lot of big movie stars are going to be there.
7: Movie stars? Name one.
1: Uh, there'll be lots of them.
7: Come on, name one.
1: No, they'll be there.
7: Don't stall. Name one movie star that's going to be at your party. All right,
1: Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> I know he's coming because he already sent me a wire by Western Union.
7: Western Union? I heard about. But who is Rodney
2: Dangerfield?
1: (laughs) Who is Rodney Dangerfield? Well, I'll be... Mary, did you see the Fargo kid rides the Pony Express on the Santa Fe Trail at the Hitching Post Theater last week? (laughs) Did you? No. Well, that was Rodney's greatest performance. If you could have seen him jump out of the second-story window of a burning building and gallop out of town on his horse blazing away with his six-shooter in one hand, and playing Tumbleweed Girl, I Love You on his guitar with the other. (laughs) Well, what a scene. Pretty thrilling, huh? Was it? A kid sitting in back of me got so excited he beat me on the head with a stick of licorice. (laughs) Anyway, you'll meet Rodney at my house next Thursday. Who else is coming, Jack? Well, you know, I'm making a picture with Carol Lombard, so naturally I had to invite her... And I also told her to ask Clark if he wanted to come.
7: Gee wishes is Clark Gable going to be at your party?
1: Well, I'm not sure about him, but I got a definite no from Lombard. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, and the uh, Gary Coopers can't come, and the Henry Fonda's had a previous engagement, and Bob Taylor and Barbara Stanwyck have a toothache, Between them? How do I know? And then Claudette Colbert can't come. She sprained her ankle.
7: I saw her dancing at the Macambo last night. With that ankle?
1: Poor kid. (laughs) And then uh, Errol Flynn can't make it. He's in New York, you know. Now let's see. Oh yes, Barney Dean. He's coming. I'm I'm sure of that.
7: Well, here I go again. Who's Barney Dean?
1: (laughs) Who's Barney Dean? Did you see Sergeant York? Yes. Well, he was a soldier in that.
2: <laughs>
1: That's who. Anyway, Barney Dean will be there. And then I invited. Oh, hello, Phil. Hiya, Bub. Sorry I'm late, but I was across the street shooting pole. Shootin pool. Shooting pool? Well, let me ask you something, Phil. Who paid you your salary, me or the pool room? Look, Jackson, if I didn't take the salary I get here and double it over there, I'd have to give up me. <laughs> Too bad about you.
7: Hey, Phil, are you and Alice coming to Jack's party?
1: Oh, I don't know. Who's going to be there?
7: Everybody from Barney Dean to Rodney Dangerfield.
1: Don't run him down.
6: Hey! Is Rod Dangerfield going to be at your party? Yep. Oh, that guy's terrific! I think he's darn near as good as Hoot Horowitz.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean,
1: darn near as good? Did you see Rodney's latest picture the Fargo Kid rides the Pony Express on the Santa Fe trail? Yeah! I seen it last week! That was a thriller, wasn't it? You said it! I got so excited
0: I hit some old bird in the front of me with my electric stick! <laughs>
6: Oh, ho! <laughs> so that was
1: you. You were at the Hitching Post Theater last Tuesday evening. Not so loud, Jackson. I was playing hooky from uh, my night school. Oh. Well, don't worry. I won't squeal. You better not, Sponger, or
9: I'll have to drill you. A bang, a
2: bang, a <laughs> bang.
9: <laughs> You're not a drillin' me,
1: son, cause I'm the sheriff. A bang, a bang, a bang.
2: Uh-uh, bang! <laughs> These two. <laughs> <laughs> These two
7: cowboys come to you through the courtesy of Jello, who are open for suggestions.
1: Never mind. We'll talk about the picture later, Phil. Now, how about a band number?
0: Okay.
6: Hold it.
1: Come in. Mr. Benny? Yes? Am I going to be invited to your Christmas party? My name is Pigeon. Walter Pigeon? No, dead pigeon.
2: A bang, a bang, a bang. (laughs) Hmm. What a head
1: he's got. That's the only grapefruit I ever saw that can take shorthand. (laughs) He's my secretary, folks. Play, Phil. Was popo Caterpillar, played by Phil Harris and his Yule Tide Orchestra. Yule meaning you'll have to go a long way to hear a band like this. And Tide meaning I wish they'd go out with it.
2: <laughs> uh,
1: but no, uh, but no kidding, Phil. That number sounded swell. It was really the nuts. All right, Don. Phil's number was the nuts. Jack, this one is utterly absurd. Don, Phil's band number was the nut. You know it wasn't. That's not the point.
2: <laughs>
1: Come on, Don. Phil's band number was the nut. Oh,
6: all right. Ladies and gentlemen, the nuts time you go to your neighborhood grocer.
2: <laughs> you
6: see. Why not ask him for a package of jello with its new locked-in flavor? Now, here's the clever part, folks. Oh, Jack, I'll never be able to face my friend.
9: do nuts!
6: Oh, very well. So, whether your name is Hazel or Filbert, you won't regret buying this tempting and economical dessert by Hickory. Very good. Very good. There you are, Don. That was one of the
1: most novel things I've ever written.
7: Oh, Jack, you didn't write that.
1: Yes, I did.
7: All by yourself?
1: All by myself.
7: You mean it came to you like a flag?
1: Like a bolt out of the blue.
7: Keep talking, brother. When I get the right lead, I'm going to murder you.
1: Oh, no, don't be so critical. That was a very clever commercial. Wasn't it, Dennis? Hey, where's Dennis?
9: Here I am, and back at Mr. Wilson. Oh. Peekaboo.
1: Peekaboo. You gotta humor the kid. Say, Dennis, have you got a nice song prepared for today? Yeah, but first I want to thank you for letting me come over to the studio the other day. Oh, don't mention it. That was a
4: pretty hot love scene you did with Carol Lombard, by golly.
1: Yes, it was.
4: Gosh, when you grabbed her and gave her that big kiss, I got so excited, I was quivering all over. You were? She didn't even move a muscle.
1: Never mind.
7: What's the matter with that girl? I don't know. Look, boy, she kisses Gable when she leaves home in the morning, and she kisses him when she gets back at night. Anything in between is strictly cheesecake.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I don't want to be catty, but oh well, forget it. How about a song, Dennis? What's it going to be? I'm
9: going to sing a medley of Christmas carols.
1: Good. Oh, say, fellas, that reminds me. I've got to go home early tonight and do some work on my Christmas tree. I want to get it all trimmed up for the party.
7: You want to come and help me, Mary? Sure, why not?
1: Phil, after Dennis's song, you can play a few selections and fill out the program.
0: Well, that'll give me a chance to play a couple of high-class numbers like Cuzis plays. Uh, you know, Andre Costa. What's the rest of this here?
1: Lannis. Andre Costa Lannis. Oh, brother. Well, why do you always embarrass me by making up them big words? I didn't make up anything. That's the man's name. He's married to Lily Palm. Her, I can say. Look, Phil. Just accompany Dennis a song, then put on your hat and go home.
2: Come on, Mary. Let's get out of here. What's
1: that? Come in. Telegram. I mean special delivery for Mary Livingston.
7: <laughs> right here, Bud. Give me a tip, will you, Jack?
1: Okay. Here ya, boy. Here's a half a dollar for you. Thanks. I can go along with a gag. A boom. <laughs> you can louse it up too. You know. <laughs> He had to put a boom on the end of it. Wasn't satisfied the way it was written. Had to put a boom. Anyway, I'd like to see one stooge in this town with hair.
2: <laughs>
1: Come on, Mary.
7: Oh, wait a minute, Jack. This letter's from Mama.
1: You can read it in the cab. Come on.
6: Oh, let her read it now, Jack. Mary's mother's are. She's just a, a riot.
1: Oh, all right. I'm glad you got that out
2: too. Huh? <laughs>
1: If we had an hour program, we'd be very successful here. You know that. <laughs> All right, read your mother's letter, Mary. What's the head of Hopper of Plainfield got to say?
2: <clears throat>
7: My darling daughter, Mary. Just in line to let you know that Christmas is almost here, and as yet, I have not received your X X But don't get me wrong. If your check has been delayed in the mail, I take back everything I'm thinking.
1: How can anybody be so mercenary?
7: Your sister Ethel and her husband are here for the holidays and will spend several weeks with us. Inasmuch as they live right next door, I think this is an imposition.
2: Oh,
1: I don't know.
7: Quiet. You ought to see your sister's new baby. Everybody says it's a regular little doll. And they're right. It looks just like Popeye.
1: (laughs) Well, no wonder after all your sister is no rose. (laughs) And that husband of hers, does he still sell blueing house to house?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
7: No, he's the vanilla extract man
1: now. Oh, vanilla extract man. Oh, he's going places. Come on, finish the letter.
7: Speaking of Christmas, I saw your father tiptoeing up the stairs last night with a great big package over his shoulder. I was thrilled to death until I found out the package was your Uncle Willie.
1: Boy, was he full of vanilla.
7: No more news except that your brother Bacardi... Bacardi? Papa named him off a bottle. Oh, oh. Except that your brother Bacardi was turned down by the army on account of flat feet, chest, and head. (laughs) Also, his hands drag on the ground when he walks.
1: Gee, his nails must be a mess. (laughs)
7: Love to all. Mama.
1: Well, I'm glad that's over. Oh,
7: wait a minute. Here's a PS. Tell Jack I heard him do Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde on the program a few weeks ago. What a Pew Foreman!
2: <laughs> Pew
1: Foreman, let's see that. Well, I'll be darned. Hmm, if I'd have known this was going to happen, I'd have put another cup of water in that perfume I sent her. <laughs> Sing, Dennis. See you, Christmas, fellas. Come on, Mary. Let's get over to the house.
9: to and poor shepherds in fields as they lay, in fields where they lay, keeping their sheep on a cold wind-
1: up here, buddy. It's that big white house with the iron reindeer on the lawn. Okay, pal.
7: Boy, look at that meter. A dollar and a half. Hmm.
1: Oh, driver, how much do I owe you? Like she said, a dollar and a half. (laughs) Oh. Well, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, How would you like to match? Three dollars or nothing? Double or nothing? Okay, pal. I'm matching you. Just a second. Okay, here goes. Come on, lift up.
2: Hmm. <laughs>
9: well <laughs> so long, pal. <laughs>
1: Run that through. why doesn't he answer the door?
9: I have to stand here all night.
7: Oh, take it easy, Jack. Calm down. What's three dollars?
1: Not the money. I don't believe in
7: gambling.
1: <laughs> don't talk to me. I feel awful.
7: Why don't you take off one of those shoes and cut your throat?
1: Mary, I'm in no mood for any... Breening, boss. Happy Yule time. Rochester, you were late answering the door, and I'm going to teach you a lesson. I'm fining you
2: $3.
1: (laughs) you understand?
7: I wish the stock market would come back that fast.
1: Never mind. Any
0: messages, Rochester? Yes, sir. Mr. Charles Boyer called and said he won't be able to attend your Christmas party. Why not? You got me, boss. He gave us excuse in French.
2: (laughs)
1: Well, that's the sneakiest thing I ever heard of. Any other messages?
0: Yes, Lady Mendel phoned. Said she got your lovely invitation. And who are you?
1: Hmm. Does she ever go to the movies? For heaven's sake! Come on, Mary. The tree is in the library. Bring my slippers, Rochester. Your slippers? Yes.
0: Lounging? Bedroom or
9: ballet?
1: I'm in no mood for a ballet dance. Believe me. Bring in my lounging slippers.
9: Yes,
1: Come on, Mary. Well, I'm putting the star on top of the trees and be hanging popcorn balls on the branches.
7: Oh, is your tree going to have branches this year? <laughs> yes, it's going to have branches. <laughs> well, I think the one you had last... Like... Uh-oh, here comes your boarder.
1: Yeah. I wonder why he's carrying that hatchet. Hello, Mr. Billingsley. Good afternoon, Mr. Benny. Home a little early, I see.
2: <laughs>
1: yes, yes, I have some work <laughs> to do around the house. Oh, Mr. Billingsley, what are you doing with that hatchet? Are you a Boy Scout now? No, I'm going out to dinner later, and when I say chopped chicken liver, that's what I mean.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, uh... Oh, I, uh... I see. Well, goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. Keepin' flying.
2: <laughs>
1: hmm. I can't... I can't understand Mr. Billingsley lately. You know, Mary, he slept under his bed last night. He hung onto the springs like a bat. (laughs) Weird fellow. Well, there you are. There's my Christmas tree, Mary. Isn't it nice?
7: Yeah, that's the biggest one you ever had. Where'd you get it? Uh,
1: where'd we get that... (laughs) We got it just north of Redwood City. Well, let's start with the decorations. Mary, you hang up these candy canes, and I'll... Rochester, what happened to that box of popcorn balls we had in the closet?
0: I got bad news, boss. There's nothing in there now but a big, fat mouse.
1: it right, I'm short of ornaments. Got to have something to hang on that tree.
7: Yes, those socks look awful by themselves. The
1: socks are coming off as soon as they're dry. <laughs> I wanted popcorn balls to add a little... Say, I have an idea. How would oranges look there? Oranges? See, I've got a backyard full of them. I'll go out and pick some. Meanwhile, start with those candy canes, Mary. I'll be right back. <laughs> jingle bells, jingle bells, yum bum 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 da, dum, dum dum. Three dollars. I had to match them. Yum dum bum 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 bum. Oh well. A jingle bells, jingle bells, yum jumpsy. Let's see. I think there's some big ones in this tree over here. Yeah, these will be fine, and nice big juicy ones take about a dozen. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five.
7: Hello, mister. What are you doing?
1: Hello. Six. Oh. Oh, hello, little girl. Where did you come from?
7: I was just looking around your yard. Where's your polar bear?
1: My polar bear? Oh, he's asleep for the winter. Do you live around here?
7: Yes. We just moved into that new house next to Ronald Coleman's.
1: Oh, next to Ronald Coleman. Oh, that's well. We're we're going to be neighbors, aren't we?
7: Uh huh. You're Jack Benny, aren't you?
1: That's right. That's who I am.
7: Uh, gee, I heard you did Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde on the radio. What a
2: performance! <laughs>
7: Hey, it
1: was pretty good Say, little girl, your face is kind of familiar Haven't I seen you in pictures?
7: You might have, my name's Carolyn Lee
1: Oh, Carolyn Lee (laughs) Well, this is certainly a surprise So little Miss Lee is my neighbor
7: Ah, you can call me Carolyn
1: (laughs) Ah, good, and and you can call me Jack
7: Okay, Jack (laughs)
1: Oh, gee, she's cute. Say, Carolyn, are you going to be busy Christmas morning?
7: I don't know why.
1: Well, I had a telephone call from Santa Claus last night, and he told me he was going to leave a beautiful present under my tree, specially for you.
7: Well, let's analyze this. How did Santa Claus know you were
2: going to meet me?
1: Oh, he even knows about things before they happen. He knows everything. And that's why we've got to be real good, especially around Christmas.
2: Then why are you
7: picking Mr. Coleman's oranges?
1: Look, (laughs) Carolyn. These aren't Mr. Coleman's oranges. What hangs over the fence is mine. Now, let me tell you something about Santa Claus, Carolyn. Every year at this time, he makes a list of good little boys and girls, and when they wake up Christmas morning... Hey, boss!
0: Boss! Come in here! I'll
1: be with you in a minute. And, Carolyn, if these old boys and girls have been real good... you got to come in now, boys.
0: Mr. Billsley's chopping down the Christmas tree.
1: What? <laughs> chopping down the tree? See you later, Carolyn. Mr. Billsley! Mr. Billsley! Mary's chopping! It's
9: too late now!
1: Him <laughs> my goodness, I knew I should have taken away his
7: hatchet.
2: <laughs> what
6: a combination, golden apricots and rich, shimmering lemon jello. That's the swell blend that makes jello apricot rings such a grand treat. Just sliced canned apricots and lemon jello, deliciously molded into one of the most tempting desserts you ever tasted. And one of the easiest, too. Simply dissolve one package of lemon jello in one and one-fourth cups of hot water. Next, add a dice of salt and three-fourths cups of syrup from the canned apricot. Then chill until thickened and fold in two and a half cups of the sliced canned apricots themselves. When molded, served with a garnishing of whipped cream, apricot quarters, and green maraschino cherry. And there's a dessert you just can't beat for taste and attractiveness. Juicy sliced apricots blended with the richness of sunny lemon jello. So get them both and make up this delightful treat. Jell O makes any gelatin dessert taste extra good because the locked-in process protects the flavor for your complete enjoyment.
1: We're a little late, so good night, folks, and Merry Christmas to all.
6: Remember, tomorrow when you order Jell-O, order Jell-O pudding, too, in all three flavors. Yellow puddings are just
1: like grandma's, only more so. This is the National Broadcasting Company.